Just look up tomorrow's sun will let you know your life's not done. Just look around, love's pouring down. Trust in God. I've been listening to that song like all week, so I was just like, y'all are going to get this song. No matter what, I am glad to be recording another episode here of About Faith. I am glad that you all are here with me uh, for another video. And just to get back to it, I took a little break there. I say little. It was like two months. But I took a little break uh, just because I needed needed to. Uh, if you know me, uh, we had a child this year. And um, just with work and my wife's business growing and everything we've God's been blessing on our end that I needed to break to kind of like recalibrate life total, <laughs> try to get everything back in order. Uh, and I'm glad that God has allowed me to come back to you all and uh, try to produce some more uh, podcasts this week. And I don't think it's going to be a long podcast, but uh, I, I'll kind of start off with kind of what um, uh the reason why I'm doing this podcast. But before I get into that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this episode on whatever platform you're listening to it on, whether it's YouTube, Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, just go ahead and like, share, and subscribe, and share it. Um, that goes a long way for me. I, I don't I don't ask for much. As long as you could share it for us, uh, that means the world. Even you listening, whether, whether you don't share it, that still means the world. At least you listen to it. Uh, but I'm glad to have another episode to record for you. And that, and again, I told you the reason why I was doing this episode was because um, last week I was reading and scrolling on social media, as most of the world does. And uh, there was a post going around regarding uh, Juanita Bonham charging, I believe it was $1,499. Didn't want to round it up to the $1,500 because, you know, that was too much. But $1,499 to uh, teach people how to pray. And... I mean, that's probably a lot I could say, uh, so much I probably want to say, uh, as I think it's a travesty to be in the position such as someone like her and tell people or teach people uh, uh, that you have to uh, uh, how to pray for a fee. You know, you can I can only teach you how to talk to God and I can only do that for a fee. It, it, that's a shame to be someone again in that position and we're not willing to teach someone how to get in touch to God for themselves and I started to think more and more on this and and of course my spirit was irked and upset because I know someone is going to foolishly pay for this I mean there is no need to pay for uh, something though that Jesus has already taught us himself I mean there's no need to go around giving someone money again for something that Jesus has already uh, taught us himself. But again, I know that that's people out there that are looking to learn how to pray and they want to make sure that they're, when they're trying to talk to God, they get an understanding. They're talking to God correctly. But I want you to understand there's no need to pay someone for this. Jesus himself has already taught us uh, that we can learn, taught us this and how we can learn to pray through the word of God. So I want to talk a little bit about praying and what Jesus taught us in the word of God. Um, few, few, two scripture texts. I don't want to say a few, um, but 
There is two scripture texts I'm going to actually be looking at. Luke 11 and 1 through 4 and Matthew 5 through Matthew 5 and uh, 5, 6 and 5, excuse me, through 15. Uh, so Luke 1, 11 and 1, sailing the to path that he was praying in a certain place. When he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, when ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Matthew 6, 5. When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. For, the love to, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogue. And at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap upon heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive, have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. King James Portion adds this, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And a man, King James Version, as that I read it from the ESV Version, just because I think it would be a little bit more plain to all listeners out there. But um, whatever version you you use, Jesus has taught us how to pray, and you should read that and get it. But let's talk about it. the Lord's Prayer is what we actually call this uh, this prayer that Jesus gives. We don't call it the Lord's Prayer because uh, he had to pray it because he never knew any sin. So if you notice when we read through that prayer, he talks about forgive us our debts. But Jesus never knew any sin. He, so we don't call it the Lord's Prayer because he had to ask for forgiveness. Uh, we call it the Lord's Prayer uh, because it's what he taught. Uh, it's what he taught his disciples when they asked, uh, Lord, teach us how to pray. This is the same prayer he gives to them. Lord, just like John taught his disciples how to pray, we want to know how to pray. And what better person to teach us how to pray and what we should go to than Jesus? So this is what we see here and what Jesus gives. And he starts out, I just wanted to talk about a few things that you can extract from this when you're, when you're reading this. And uh, I wanted to first delve into what true prayer is. True prayer involves and depends on a person having a spiritual relationship with God that enables us to call him father. So in other words, now you are a Christian. Now you're living by the standards of uh, uh, Jesus. And now you, you can go to him in spirit and in truth. And you can have true prayer. See, true prayer is not just saying a bunch of empty words, which we'll get into a little later. Um, but it, 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 it allows you to have a relational relationship with God. And now you can not just call. He's not. Don't just look at him as God, but you look at him as father, just as Jesus did. So. True prayer also involves the responsibility of honoring God's kingdom and doing God's will. And as I was studying this and looking into that, uh, I actually heard someone say the purpose of prayer is not to get man's will done in heaven, but to get God's will done on earth. I get it. 
whatsoever you bind on earth, he'll bind in heaven. But uh, whatsoever you loose on earth, he'll loose in heaven. But that's not the purpose of true prayer. The purpose of prayer is to get God's will done on earth. If it was man's will and it was left up to us, things would be messed up. You know, if a man was in charge of the whole world, well, look, there's men in charge now and they're messing up things. But uh, so I, I don't I don't want man's will done. I want God's will to be done. And that's what our, our focus and, our, and, our, and our, our purpose of our prayer should be. It should be uh, for the will of God to be accomplished through all the world. And with that being said, it's important for Christians to know, to know that the word of God, if they expect uh, uh, for prayer, for the will of God to be done on earth. So, so many people try to pray and I've talked to people and they, 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 they don't know the will of God because they don't know the word of God. So they're praying and they're asking for things and they're saying it's not being done because they really don't know the word of God. But how do you expect to know the mind of God? How do you expect to know what God wants to accomplish if you're not actually in his word and what he's already given us? So in order for you to know God's will, you're going to have to get into your word. You're going to have to know the word of God and, and, and in knowing the word of God, you will then be able to to pray accurately for the will of God to be done in the earth. That's a whole, that's a whole nother episode. If we start talking about the will of God, what is the will of God and, and, and things like that. But the Bible actually teaches us a lot about what the will of God is, not just for our life, but what he wants to accomplish in earth. So reading the word of God and prayer, those two things go hand in hand. I know a lot of times we talk about prayer and fasting goes in, but they, they all, they're all intertwined. They're all intertwined and you need them if you actually want to understand what the will of God and you want to see uh, uh, prayer change things in these last and evil days in this day and time. We're going to have to understand the word of God. That way, when we pray, we can actually pray for the will of God. So that was just a few things uh, I studied. Just wanted to get out before we kind of get into Jesus teaching us how to pray, what true prayer is. But Jesus teaches us how to pray and we really see it. In uh, Matthew 6, when he's delivering uh, the Sermon on the Mount, he really goes through um, um, the posture and uh, of prayer and how we should be. Uh, he starts off by uh, uh, telling them that uh, nobody should think that they should going to receive anything of God uh, uh, if they're if they're in the wrong spirit and attitude. You say, how did you get all that? Because he says the first thing he tells them is 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 not to pray as the hypocrites do. Praying was a big part of the Jewish culture. And Jesus is not condemning praying publicly. We do that all the time. We go to church. We pray. There may be somebody you see on the streets and they may need prayer. So he's not condemning praying publicly, but he is condemning praying openly, pretentiously. He's 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 condemning praying uh, uh, just for display, just for showmanship, for people to see you and say, oh, my God, look at him and how he's praying. He he, that's what he's condemning. Uh, My wife, she once told me of a story. They were at a church service and um, hopefully I don't get this wrong, but I believe it was a man who I don't know if he was opening the church service. I can't remember or if he was closing it. But I do remember that she was telling us about a man who was praying and that he prayed for about 15 minutes. They're, they're having service. They're waiting for him to close. They're waiting for him to open service. 
It says this man prays for 15 minutes to where it was almost like he was trying to preach a message. This is my time to preach to and trying to get the church hype and things like that. But that uh, prayer is for God. It, 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 that prayer, when you think about whoever that person was, I don't know him, but uh, uh, that wasn't for God. That wasn't for God to bless the service. That was for their own attention, their own ego. And that's not how we should pray. He said that's not a right uh, a spirit when you come into prayer. You may say the right words, but a person like that, they're, they're coming in the wrong spirit. They're coming in the wrong attitude. And how can you expect God to honor you when you're praying? In the wrong spirit, you have the wrong posture when you're coming to God to pray. We're not praying for people to look at us and say, "Ooh, ah, man, they really know how to pray. It's not about any of all that. But he he says that he comes back later. And he says that you must learn to pray in secret. You have to have a and you can tell when somebody nobody has a, a secret relationship with God. They haven't been in their prayer room. And the only time they pray is when they're praying publicly. And they, they think it's about uh, how they're praying. They're, they think it's about how, trying to move the crowd and try to get the crowd excited. But if you don't have a secret prayer life, who cares how you look when you pray in front of people? It's in the secret place that we have. Uh, we really have communion with God, and we have to understand that that's the time that God wants to speak to us. So set that time. That don't be like the hypocrites. Only do it for uh, showmanship or a display for people to see you. He says that uh, don't be like them, but you have to have that right attitude when you come to Him. Another thing He talks about. He says we must pr also pray sincerely. We must also pray sincerely. I remember uh, I used to think that I had to say certain words when I prayed. I had to say it like this and I had to know how to put it together like that in order to uh, uh, actually be having a, a a good prayer. But he says that but what, what you see, here, he's saying it's not about the many words that you say. It was the pagans who repeated the names of their God or the same words over and over without thinking. We, we see it. We actually see it in the Bible. First Kings 18 and 26, when the prophets of Baal call on Baal from sun up to sundown, they were just repeating the same things over and over, cutting themselves, trying to get Baal to move. He said that's what pagans do. They don't have any meaning behind their words. They don't have any uh, 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 intent behind their words. It's not sincere. He said, but when you come, don't just think it's about how many words you can say. Uh, uh, even, even Paul. Paul, uh, people think that it's talking about repetition, but it's not talking about repetition because Paul himself even admits that he prayed three times for uh, 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 the thorn to be removed from his flesh. So it's not about praying three times or praying four times and, oh, you have to say the same thing over and over again. It's the sincerity behind the words that you give. Some people have, uh, uh, I think I was reading and somebody was talking about, uh, we'll really begin to pray. Everybody has one, one, one prayer that they have memorized. He said, but you, until you forget that memorized prayer, you won't actually begin to pray. When you, when you, when you throw that memorized prayer out, that's when you'll learn how to really pray. See, I used to think I had to remember certain things to say, certain words to say, but it's not about that. It's about the sincerity of heart. Yeah, I may have to say, repeat, I may come back to God like, God, hey, I prayed. I know I prayed about this yesterday and I'm back again. And that's OK, because that's not what it's about. It's about the sincerity. We shouldn't just be doing things 
uh, uh, mindlessly. But there should be some conviction, some sincerity that comes from my heart when we pray. He says, don't just have that mechanical and uh, 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 mechanical repetition. No sincerity behind it. No heart behind it. Just saying words that you don't really mean. But we should uh, we should have a prayer that flows from the heart. And, and we should have a prayer that we're sincere about. And lastly, thirdly, we have to understand that uh, uh, understand how to pray in God's will. Look at look at this prayer model. Look at this prayer model. And again, it's 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 a model because Jesus didn't give it to us to recite word for word. But he says in this manner or pray like this, pray in this manner or pray like this. So it's simply for us a, a pattern for our prayers, a guide for how to pray. Remember, the disciples says, teach us how to pray. So he's, he gives them a model. He gives them something they can fashion their prayers after. And I love it because the first thing he says is our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. In other words, you have to have some respect for the name of God, for who God is when you come to him in prayer. There has to be some respect there for him and who he is and what he's trying to do. In you can't come to God any kind of way. You can't come to God in any kind of fashion. But when you come to God, you have to come to God knowing who he is and what he's capable of doing. Knowing who he is and what he's capable of doing. That's how we have to come to God for prayer. So first of all, he says you have to come to God in the right way. Come to him respectfully, knowing who he is and knowing what he can do. For us, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. In other words, it's separate from everybody else's. Your name alone is high. Come to God with reverence. The first thing a lot of people try to do is they get down. They hey, God, and they start asking for a bunch of stuff. But take time to reverence God for who he is. Then remember, he says, thy will. We've talked about a little bit before. Thy will, thy name, and thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done in earth. A lot of times what people want to do is, again, they come to God asking for their will. They're asking God for their uh, the things in their life. Oh, God, I need a better job. Oh, God, I want a husband. God, I want a car. I want a house. So many guys, God, I want you to heal me. But they never took time to ask God, God, what is your will? What is your purpose for my life right now? What is your will? What are you wanting to be done around me? What can I do to help accomplish your will in earth? Give us this day our daily bread. No, no, no. We don't have to think about tomorrow. Lord, 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 help me today. Lord, keep me today. You see, we're still talking about God's will. God, help me to walk upright today. 
Lord, the food I need today, put food on my table for today. I'm not worried about tomorrow. When tomorrow comes, I'll pray it again. But Lord, today, look over me. Protect my family. Lord God, protect my uh, uh, my friends, my co-workers. Lord, today, give us today our daily bread. Lord, we know that you can do all things. So today, we're asking for your provision, your protection. Lord, he gives us the thing. We're still asking God to do what it is, his will, and to accomplish that in earth then they go on and they talk about lord forgive our debts lord whatever if there's something lord god that we have done that's not right lord god i want you to forgive it forgive me for any wrong i have may have committed Forgive me, Lord God, for uh, uh, and I'm not just saying sin, but sometimes we may have mishandled a situation. We may have mishandled a person. Lord God, if I did that unknowingly, Lord God, forgive me. It wasn't my intention, but then he, he also says, as we forgive, so if somebody committed an evil against you, a sin against you, as we've forgiven them, you have to be willing to forgive. A lot of people, they're not willing to forgive, but then they want God to forgive them. You see, he's saying you have to, it's not just a prayer for today. In this like manner, you have to live this prayer. Oh, Lord, don't, don't lead me into temptation. Lord God, I want to be right. I want to uh, be whole. Lord God, so guide me, God. God. Uh, 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 uh. And we do that through the Holy Ghost. We've heard the Holy Ghost preached at, at my church uh, uh, the past couple weeks. And, and we do that through the Holy Ghost. That's why everybody needs the, the guiding spirit of the Holy Ghost, because he's, it's him that's going to not lead you into temptation. It's him that's not going to lead you or allow you to go think to places and areas and do things that's going to lead you to a sinful life. So even in this prayer, he says, hey, Lord God, be my guiding light. Don't lead me into temptation. Any evil that's around me, Lord God, keep me from that. Help me overcome that. If temptation finds me, help me overcome it. Deliver us from evil. Help me overcome any evil that is presented towards me. Anything the devil throws my way, Lord God, help me overcome those things. He gives us this model prayer to pray. He's telling you everything that pertains to your life. God gets the glory. God gets all of them. And he ends it back, pointing back to God. God, you get the glory for it. God, you're going to get the honor for all of these things I've prayed for. But before, but but that's you have people out here now that are trying to charge for what God has already showed you. He's already told you how to pray and pray in this manner. He wasn't saying you have to only say these words. And and trust me, the more you pray, the more you'll grow in prayer. The more you'll understand how how to talk to God. I try different avenues. I, I I told my friend, my one of my close friends, he he even told me, I was like, man, sometimes it's the words. I was like, but I, I can't always get the words. He told me, hey, take a journal, start writing it down. And sometimes you'll start writing and that'll lead me over. Like, hey, let me go get on my knees. Now, now it's flowing. And a lot of times, again, as we said, people, the first thing they want to do when they get down on their knees, they want to talk about getting something from God without giving him reverence. Without asking for his will to be done, without asking him what he wants for their life. Hey, God, did I miss anything? Am I, am I still in right standing? They don't ask God anything about his will, but they want God to do their will. But that's not the purpose of prayer. The purpose of prayer is to get God's will to be done 
in earth as it is in heaven. This is just a little snippet on how to pray and Lord teaches us how to pray. Again, I, I understand that if you go in, start to study the word of God and start to study this prayer, I guarantee you God will start giving you more and more for you to use and for you to know how to pray. I want to thank you for joining me again on another episode of about, about Faith. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, be blessed.